You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is an Airwaves Media Podcast. Hello, my beautiful brainiacs. It is the episode that was 199 episodes in the making, episode 200. Just like with episodes 100 and 150, I have invited a whole bunch of podcaster friends to help me tell you a butt-ton of fast facts today. So, Sit back, relax, and get smart. My name's Moxie, and this is your Brain on Facts. Number one. When the classical musical The Sound of Music first hit South Korea, it was so popular that one cinema owner in the capital of Seoul edited it to make it shorter so he could get in more viewings and therefore more customers each day. All he had to cut out were the songs. Fishing may be relaxing, but it's also the activity most frequently associated with drowning and other water-related fatalities. From 1991 to 2000, there were 5,900 water-related deaths in Canada. Of those, 880 died while fishing, about 15%. More fishers drowned than powerboaters, canoeists, scuba divers, sailors, and kayakers combined. I suspect a 12-pack of beer in the sun may have something to do with that. Speaking of drinking, where do the Irish go on St. Paddy's Day? Not to the pub, at least not between 1926 and 1960, when pubs were ordered to be closed for the religious holiday. You couldn't get a pint on Good Friday either, the Friday before Easter Sunday, and that lasted until 2017. But you could still get a drink at the Royal Dublin Dog Show. Hello, it's Natalie from Across the Ages podcast, where each episode follows one topic across time and cultures. Women in North America between the 16th and 18th centuries sought to prevent conception by soaking dried beaver testicles in a strong solution of moonshine and then knocking it back in one. Whether it was effective is not recorded, but it certainly kept the beaver population down and the female population drunk. Saudi authorities have cracked down on beauty pageant contestants using Botox, filler, facelifts, and other cosmetic procedures, specifically camel beauty pageants. The annual King Abdulaziz Camel Festival invites breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for $66 million worth of prizes. Number six. Mount Howe in Antarctica harbors the southernmost known indigenous life, a colony of bacteria and yeast. Any other bacteria or other life forms on the ice as far south as the pole appear to be weather-deposited strays rather than something that lived there inherently. 
Hello, this is Tim from the Against All Oddities podcast, and there's a condition called give up-itis that was first coined in the 1950s during the Korean War to describe a condition that's so desolate and inescapable that the victim would die from a psychogenic death where nothing was physically wrong with them, but they gave up on life. Ever find an old laptop and think, wow, this thing is heavy and thick? Be glad it wasn't the Osborne One, one of the first laptop computers. Released in 1981, it weighed 23.6 pounds, almost 11 kilos, as much as a big sack of dog food. It had no battery and a 5-inch CRT screen. But you would get dual 5-and-a-quarter-inch single-density floppy drives. Pause the show if you need to explain to your kids what a floppy disk is or just the concept of physical media. Giraffes love acacia trees, so acacia trees have evolved to defend themselves. They release a compound called ethylene when chewed on. Nearby trees can actually detect this ethylene in the air, and they begin to increase tannin biosynthesis. This turns the leaves poisonous. But the giraffes picked up on this in their sort of evolutionary arms race. So to avoid poisonous leaves, giraffes only eat trees upwind from trees that other giraffes have already eaten. In Barrow, Alaska, 300 miles north of the Arctic Circle, after the sun sets on November 18th, it won't be seen again until January 23rd. On the flip side, they also get 80 days of uninterrupted sun in the summer. Congratulations, Moxie, on your 200th episode. This is Dan LeFebvre, host of Based on a True Story, the podcast that compares Hollywood with history. Since my show is about the historical accuracy of movies and TV shows, I thought it'd be fun to share a few historical facts about one of the most popular World War II movies, Saving Private Ryan, and one of the most popular TV series about the war, Band of Brothers. The Ryan brothers from Saving Private Ryan are fictional, but they are based on two sets of real brothers, the Sullivan brothers and the Nyland brothers. All five Sullivan brothers died at the same time when their ship, USS Juno, was sunk on November 13, 1942. More closely related to the movie is the story of the Nyland brothers. Three of the four brothers were believed to have been killed in World War II, so the fourth, Fritz, was sent home. After the war, it turned out one of the brothers, Edward, was alive in a POW camp. Matt Damon's character in Saving Private Ryan, James Ryan, was loosely based on Fritz Nyland. Fritz was in the 101st Airborne Division and good friends with Warren Muck and Don Malarkey. Both Muck and Malarkey were real people whose stories were told as part of the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers. So now you know there's even more of a connection between the series and the movie than being created by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. 11. Ever wonder why the smoke that beekeepers pump over a beehive calms the bees down? Shouldn't it panic them, thinking it's a forest fire or something? What it actually does is it masks the attack pheromones that the guard bees would put out. Basically, it drowns out their security alarm. In 1912, Congress made it illegal to distribute films of boxing matches to suppress black boxer Jack Johnson's victory over a white opponent for the heavyweight world title. 
an upset that had actually provoked racial violence by whites in the cities where it was shown. If you get annoyed with people who insist on phone calls rather than texts or still want to fax you something, you will be chagrined to learn that some 17 million telegrams are still being sent every year. One reason for this is that a telegram is considered to be sent when it is given to the telegram company. So if you have to submit something official in writing by a specific date, rather than monkey with the Pitney Bowes machine in the mailroom, telegram beats mail every time. The role of Fraser Crane on Cheers was written specifically for John Lithgow, but he didn't take the role because he wanted to focus more on movies. And by focus on movies, he was quoted as saying that episodic television was beneath him. Seeing as how the spin-off show Frasier got 11 seasons, Lithgow has also been quoted as saying he regrets that decision. Hey, it's the team from the Because Language podcast, a podcast about linguistics and science of language. I'm Daniel Midgley, and here's a couple of language facts for your brain. We can hallucinate accents. University students were played some audio of a lecture and shown a photo of either an Asian woman or a white woman who was supposed to be the professor. Both groups of students heard the same audio, but the students who saw the photo of the Asian woman said she had a stronger accent, and they even scored worse on comprehension. Now, a more recent experiment has showed that if you flip it, it works the same. Students also have a hard time when they hear a professor with a non-native accent, and they see a photo of a white person as the professor. So it looks like people have strong expectations of what people should sound like. Hey, Moxie, congratulations on episode 200 from the whole Because Language team. Thank you for getting so many facts into so many brains. The molecular arrangement of the aroma of a lemon is a mirror image of the molecular arrangement of the aroma of an orange. I don't know what to do with that information, but there it is. If Marty McFly went back in time the same amount of time from right now than he did in 1985, instead of getting out of the DeLorean and hearing Mr. Sandman, he would hear Enter Sandman by Metallica. I love and hate this fact in equal measure. Like a canary in a coal mine, slugs were used in the trenches of World War I to alert troops to mustard gas attacks. Slugs can detect mustard gas in much smaller concentrations than humans, meaning further in advance of the deadly cloud rolling in, and would close their breathing pores and scrunch up their bodies to protect themselves, telling the soldiers to get their gas masks on. Hello, my name is Liz Kovart, and I am the host of Ben Franklin's World, a podcast about early American history. My fun fact is the first constitution of the United States is not the constitution we have today that was drafted in 1787, but the Articles of Confederation, which were drafted in 1777. Now, John Dickinson of Pennsylvania and Delaware was the first person to draft Articles of Confederation that the Second Continental Congress seriously considered. His draft was revised by Congress, and it was ratified only after Maryland became the 13th state to ratify the document in March 1781. And why did Maryland ratify it? Well, partly because France asked and pressured Maryland to ratify the Articles of Confederation after Maryland asked France for naval support. There's your fun fact, and congratulations on episode 200. 
Operation Persist is a program by an Australian police department to try to solve cold cases by printing the victim and case details, along with any reward for information, on playing cards distributed in prisons. Dweezil Zappa's full registered birth name was Ian Donald Calvin Euclid Zappa. The hospital at which he was born refused to register the name Dweezil, so his father Frank Zappa listed the names of several of his friends. When Dweezil was five, he learned he had a different legal name and insisted his parents have it changed. The name Dweezil, by the way, was a nickname Frank Zappa gave to one of his partner Gail's toes. China has more billionaires than the United States, but at the same time, if their population of migrant laborers were to leave to form their own country, it would be the fourth most populous country in the world. Hello, I'm Melissa McHugh-McGrath with the Bewilderbeast podcast, the all-ages show where we discuss how animals intersect with humanity in surprising ways. Canadian officials recommend that if you happen to come across a polar bear during migration season, your best shot of survival is playing the weirdest striptease ever. Strip, slowly, while walking backwards, also slowly, and whistling. I imagine it's a sexy little whistle. And do not look the bear in the eye. The bears are curious by nature and will be very interested in your clothing, so you should be able to get away. Yet another reason to dress in layers in colder climates. Upper Egypt was in the south, and Lower Egypt was in the north, because the names were based not just north-south geography on a global view, but on the flow of the Nile, which starts in the upper and goes down to the lower. If you don't believe that language is fluid and words change their meaning, just look at the fact that the word Nimrod was the name of an especially wise judge in the Bible for however many hundreds and thousands of years, until Bugs Bunny said it to Elmer Fudd sarcastically, and it's been an insult ever since. More Canadians live south of the 49th parallel than Americans live in the state of Washington, Montana, North Dakota, and of course, Alaska. In fact, more Americans live north of the southernmost point of Canada than Canadians do. Hey everybody, I'm Zoe. And I'm Chandi. And we are the hosts of Bound by the Cloak. Hey, did you know that the inventor of the Frisbee became a Frisbee himself? Yes, he did. During the 1950s, Steady Ed invented the Frisbee and, well, he wished for his ashes to be made into a Frisbee and those Frisbees were distributed to friends and family upon his death. Of the 206 countries that competed in the 2020 or 2021 Tokyo Olympics, over 70 countries have never won a single medal in any Olympic event ever about a third. Since that was the Summer Olympics, this includes equestrian events. But sadly, horses don't get medals, they just get ribbons. While it's a ubiquitous Halloween classic now, when the movie Hocus Pocus was released in theaters, it only earned $35 million. Profitable, but not enough. Probably because Disney released it in July of 1993 long before celebrating Spooky Tide year-round was a thing. Disney also twiddled their thumbs on the home video release for over a year. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off, an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-off launches April 9th. What size qualifies as microscopic varies depending on what kind of science you're doing. In thermodynamics, it describes objects and events too small to measure or observe directly. In biology, microscopic is, loosely, objects that are most commonly too small to see, but of which some members are large enough to be observed with the naked eye. In physics, the microscopic scale is measured in micrometers, one millionth of a meter. Hi, my name's Kat. And I'm Jethro Gilligan-Toth from the Box of Oddities. We're married. And here's something weird. Did you know that Boston was almost destroyed by molasses? In 1919, a huge tank of molasses exploded, sending 2.3 million gallons of molasses through the city of Boston. It created a wave of molasses several feet tall. It destroyed buildings. People died. And to this day, over a hundred years later, when it's humid in Boston, in that area, you, you can, can still, still smell, smell molasses. molasses. Congratulations on your 200th episode, Moxie LaBouche. If you don't think ancient Polynesian wayfarers navigating the Pacific is impressive, bear in mind that the Pacific Ocean covers more of the Earth's surface than all dry land. In addition to having larger ears than Asian elephants, African elephants, both male and female, have tusks. Whereas only some Asian male elephants do, and their females never do. One of the puppets in the horror classic Puppet Master was based on actor Carl Kinski, who was so difficult to work with, refusing to respond to action or cut, and physically attacking crew members on multiple occasions. One director gave real consideration to killing Kinski for the insurance money instead of finishing the movie, and the cast and crew agreed with him. Hello, fellow Brainiacs. I'm Dan Pugh. And I'm Shauna Harrison. And we're the hosts of Bunny Trails, a word history podcast. Each week, we take an idiom or other turn of phrase and try to tell the story from its entry into the English language to how it's used today. Here's an interesting fact for you. Pentasyllabic is autological. An autological word, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, means, quote, of a word, especially an adjective 
having or representing the property it denotes, end quote. Pentasyllabic is autological because it has five syllables. A few other autological words are noun, buzzword, and the word word. My favorite autological word, though, is crisp. Moxie, congrats on 200. To our fellow Brainiacs, you can find more of us at bunnytrailspod.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, remember, words words belong belong to their their users. Ben Hammersley, British author and journalist, is credited with minting the word podcasting in an interview with The Guardian in 2003, as he pondered what the RSS-based medium would be called. Other terms he said in the same breath included audio blogging, one word, and guerrilla media, also one word. Despite what you might have seen in Gladiator or any of the Spartacus series, historians still aren't sure if the thumbs down meant that a gladiator would be killed or if it meant that the winner should drive his sword into the sand and spare the loser. Accounts are vague at best. Since everyone at the time knew what it meant, it wasn't the sort of thing you wrote down. And it probably shifted or completely reversed its meaning at least once along the way. When Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, was at the height of its popularity, a Miami TV station ran a billboard with her picture. A few dozen people called in to complain about her trademark cleavage, so they slapped on a censor bar. Then hundreds of people called to complain. Extra fact on that fact, Elvira's skimpy dress was actually designed by a fashion designer friend to be as sexy as possible while also covering extensive burn scars that she had received as a child. Hi, everybody. My name's Lori Fivecoat, and I'm the host of Calling All Creatures. And I have a couple facts for you today about possums. Did you know that possums are the only marsupial that are native to the United States and North America? Or how about the fact that one possum can eat up to 5,000 ticks a day, right along with killing other insects and bugs that will destroy your flower gardens and your crops. And they don't do a lot of damage themselves. They don't dig holes and things like that. Or how about the fact that possums are actually very clean creatures. They groom themselves just like a cat. And lastly, possums really do feign death when they feel that they're in danger. They will roll over and play dead for anywhere from four minutes up to four hours. And it's built into their physiology. It's not a conscious choice. It's just something that they do. So that's all my facts about possums. Have a great day. The brains of left-handed people have more even activity levels across the hemispheres than the brains of right-handed people because they are so often forced to use their non-dominant hand. Big Babylon was the name of a super gun created under the orders of Saddam Hussein, with an intended barrel length of 500 feet or 156 meters, and a barrel diameter of 3 feet, that would have used 1,300 pound or 600 kilo projectiles. It's just as well it was never used, because the recoil force would have been 27,000 metric tons, equivalent to a nuclear bomb, and sufficient to register as a major seismic event around the world. Sri Lanka has a problem with athletes decamping when competing in foreign countries, and not just defecting, but full-on vanishing. 
1993, only one of the 11 athletes in Canada for a wrestling competition came back. In 2007, an Olympic coach disappeared in Italy. They lost a hockey player and a beach volleyball player during the 2014 Asian Games in South Korea. But the most infamous case was in 2004, when the entire handball team just disappeared in Germany. History is filled with fun facts. So here is a nugget from the very first episode of my Calm History podcast. Rubber is created from the sap of certain trees and vines. Now, you probably already knew that. But why is it called rubber? This is because an early use for the cured form of this tree sap was to rub out pencil marks. You can hear more fun facts from history in my relaxing podcast titled Calm History. You know how web domains sometimes denote the country of origin, like .jp for Japan? The truly choice domain .tv comes from the island of Tuvalu, a tiny isolated Pacific island nation. Fishing and selling fishing rights provides most of their $50 million GDP, but 10% of that comes from the sale of .tv domains. American folding money is boring and dumb. In Mexico, flip over the new 50 peso bill and you'll be greeted by a smiling axolotl. The axolotl, or literally water monster, is an endangered amphibian endemic to Mexican waterways. The front of the 50 peso bill shows the Aztec capital of Tenochtitlan. And what do we have? Like slave owners and a guy that specifically hated banks. We really need to get on the native wildlife kick, you guys. If you're in a fast food joint that sells chicken nuggets in boxes of 6, 9, and 20, it is impossible for you to order 43 nuggets. You can order combinations to make any number lower than 43 or any number higher than it, but you cannot order exactly 43 nuggets. It is possible if you get a kid's meal or a value four-pack, but you didn't come here for practical real-world advice. At least, you really shouldn't. Hi, this is Daniel, host of Chasing Enlightenment, a podcast about cults and fringe religions in Canada. You might be familiar with the phrase, drinking the Kool-Aid which has its origins in the deaths of over 900 Jonestown cult members. But did you know these cult members didn't literally drink Kool-Aid at all? Their lethal beverage of choice was really a mix of potassium cyanide and the knockoff brand Flavor-Aid. Uganda has the greatest female representation in any world parliament at 63%. Rwanda is a close second with 61%. Cuba has 54% and Nicaragua 51%. The U.S., if you're curious, 27%. Uganda was also the first country to completely ban plastic shopping bags. We say cheese when we're having our picture taken to get a nice, toothy smile. In South Korea, they say kimchi. In France, they say wistiti, which is the name of a tiny little marmoset monkey. 51. Mesak Setefet in the Sahara is known for having more prehistoric tools than any other place on Earth. 75 artifacts per square meter, nearly 200 million to the square mile. 
By some estimates, the rock used to make these stone tools would have been enough to build three great pyramids of Giza for every square mile of the entire continent. Hi, this is Kristen from CoffinCast. Have you ever wondered what would happen to a human body that got sucked into a black hole? From the top of your head to the tip of your toe would be stretched vertically and your center would be compressed horizontally. What do scientists call this horrific phenomena? Spaghettification. Bolivia, despite being landlocked, maintains a 5,000-person navy. They lost their access to the Pacific Ocean during the 1879 War of the Pacific. In 1963, the government established a freshwater force to patrol Lake Titicaca and Bolivia's largest rivers. Their navy is still bigger than Estonia's, though. They have only six ships, despite being nearly surrounded by water. If your midlife crisis is manifesting as a need to change location and career, why not move to China and become a panda nanny? You'll make $32,000 a year, plus meals, board, and use of a company SUV. Applicants must be 22 years old, have writing and photography skills for social media, and, quote, some basic knowledge of pandas. For a time in the Ottoman Empire, it was law that if the Grand Vizier were sentenced to death, he could try to win his life back by beating the executioner, who was also the head gardener, in a 300-meter foot race. If the Vizier won, he'd only be banished. You know how pirates supposedly had the black spot to tell someone, that's your ass? For the Vizier, it was being served a bowl of sherbet that was red instead of the usual white. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And we're with Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are sharing a fun fact about one of our favorite movies. <gasps> a little movie called Jurassic Park, uh, 1993. It. It's yeah. kind of obscure. Fun fact, uh, apparently the noise that the raptors make... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's turtles mating. Apparently the sound engineers tried a bunch of things like uh, horses and like dolphin noises and whatever else. Uh, but it was a turtle coming out of its shell, I guess, that uh, <laughs> they decided was the most uh, ferocious <laughs> sounding. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. You'll never fear a raptor again. <laughs> or you'll never sleep in the Galapagos. Oh, maybe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> The 1976 episode of Sesame Street with guest star Margaret Hamilton, a.k.a. the Wicked Witch of the West, was long considered lost. It only aired once and was removed from syndication and home release after complaints flooded in from parents who said it was too scary. It was never actually lost, though. It was archived at the Library of Congress, but the public didn't have easy access to it until it was put on YouTube earlier the week I recorded this. Actor Bruce Willis became the subject of an entire category at the 2021 Golden Raspberry Awards, better known as the Razzies, kind of the opposite of the Oscars. He appeared in eight movies that year, none of which has a Rotten Tomatoes score higher than 20%. In fact, five of the eight have a score of zero. No, I'm not here to judge. You make your paper, boo-boo. That kind of thing's been working for Nick Cage all these years. The movie Titanic saved three sailors' lives. An explosion on a tanker ship in 2004 had it headed straight for the bottom of the ocean. 
Most of the crew jumped off immediately, but three sailors hung on as long as possible, just like Jack and Rose did in the movie. And it was a good thing, too. They were the only survivors. Hi, I'm Kyle Wood, host of Who Arted? Weekly Art History for All Ages. I'm so excited about Moxie's 200th episode. I'd like to share a bit about The Scream. Edward Monk was an artist who knew to play the hits, so he made a couple of versions of The Scream. It's a good thing because it's been stolen repeatedly. In fact, when a copy went up for auction in 2012, there were actually betting markets formed around whether it would be stolen before going to the auction block. Luckily, it made it to the auction block okay, and it sold for about $119 million. The most delicious little fact about this piece, though, is that in 2006, after the piece had been stolen and missing for two years, the Mars Candy Company offered a reward of 2 million dark chocolate M&Ms for its safe return, and thankfully, it worked. Have you ever wondered what really happened to Amelia Earhart or the lost colony of Roanoke? Do you ever find yourself scouring the internet for vicious Victorians and their murders by gaslight? Or perhaps you're just sick and tired of women being constantly misrepresented or plain lied about throughout history? If so, join me, Katie Charlwood, history harlot and reader of books on Who Did What Now? The history podcast that's not your history class. Part of the Area of Media Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Adios, au revoir, au revoir to Zen, my friends. Bye-bye. I'll be seeing you. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Elephants are a real problem for farmers in Tanzania. They can't kill the elephants to stop them gobbling up huge swaths of crops. And most methods to keep them away long-term cost a lot of money. That's why farmers instead fill condoms with hot chili powder and use bottle rockets to launch them at the elephants. The resulting cloud of capsaicin, as well as the noise of the ordnance, makes the elephants pick someone else's field to eat from. The oldest continuously played sport in the world is Turkish oil wrestling. A festival dedicated to it has been held annually since 1364, so you know the sport is much older than that. Two men, covered in oil, wearing trousers, will wrestle, battling it out in matches that can last for hours. 
you're allowed to stick your hands down your opponent's pants for leverage, but the rules do explicitly forbid grabbing the other lad's tackle. Russian nesting dolls trace their roots back to Japanese nesting dolls called kokeshi. A Russian artist brought the idea home after seeing some at an exposition in Paris in the 1890s. You know what is Russian, though? Tumbleweeds. They are not native to North America, and they are an absolute menace. CBG Gray did a good video about them. A couple, actually. Hi, this is Kristen from Footnoting History. Did you know that in the 17th and 18th centuries, you could rent a pineapple? In places like England, where pineapples aren't naturally found, there were hothouses that grew them, and they were really, really expensive. If you couldn't afford one outright, you could rent one for your dinner party as a decoration for your table. You just better hope no one asked for a piece of it. Happy podcast anniversary, Moxie. Stereotype, cliche, ditto, typecasting, and even the phrase to make an impression all began as printing terms. Stereotyping was making lots of something with a single printing plate, and cliche is the French word for it. Ditto comes from the Italian word dedo, which means to say, and gave its name to an early form of copy machine called a ditto machine, like a mimeograph without the lovely smelling purple ink. The Alfred Hitchcock classic Rope from 1948 is comprised of only 10 continuous takes, single shots with no edits. Hitchcock wanted to do longer takes, but they were actually limited by the size of the film magazine, each take used approximately 1,000 feet of film. We like to joke that every animal in Australia wants to kill you. Some, like sugar gliders, are too small, or koalas, too stupid to kill you, but they still want to. The deadliest animal in Australia is not a snake, shark, or spider. It's horses and cows. In a nine-year period, they killed the most people at 77, three times more than all stinging insects more than insects, reptiles, dogs, and crocodiles combined. Kangaroos, by the way, killed 60 people. Hi there, this is Claude Cole, host of the podcast How Good It Is, and I have some trivia for ye. Did you know that Brian May was working on his doctorate in astrophysics when his band Queen became famous? When he returned to his studies a few years ago, it turned out that the topic he'd been working on for his doctorate in the early 1970s was so specific that nearly no research had been done in the 30 years plus interim, so he was able to pick up exactly where he'd left off and finish the degree. So nowadays, when you hear Queen say, fat bottom girls make the rockin' world go round, you know it's coming from an authoritative source. Congratulations on your 200th episode, and thanks for allowing me to join the celebration. How good it is. It takes 47,000 gallons of paint to cover the Golden Gate Bridge. The paint adds 500,000 pounds of weight to the bridge and is a custom color called Golden Gate Bridge International Orange. The least spoken language in the United States is Chemehueve, a member of the Uto-Aztecan language family. As of today, there are only three fluent speakers. Luckily, there are efforts underway by Simuvats Junior College to revive the language, or at least accurately record its 2,500-word vocabulary. Curly hair is an adaptation in mammals to help retain heat. 
It's not known why human beings still have curly hair, though follicle shape definitely plays a role. The follicle in curly-headed folks has an elliptical shape, whereas straight hair follicles are round. And there is a condition known as uncombable hair syndrome in which a person's follicles are heart-shaped, making for strands of hair that not entangle together extremely easily and resiliently. We're Garrett and Sabrina from the I Know Dino podcast. Fun fact, even though T-Rex had short arms compared to its body, those arms were still very powerful. Their biceps were about three and a half times as powerful as ours, and they could curl about 145 pounds or 65 kilograms with a single arm. Since 1966, Batman has appeared in 10 live-action movies and two animated features, with eight different actors portraying The Dark Knight, to say nothing of the nine solo animated series, plus ensemble cartoons like Justice League. And yet, there are still not enough people who sufficiently worship the video for Bat Dance. It's weird. Look, you either love Bat Dance or you're wrong. And to all the young people I'm alienating with references to bat dance and mimeograph machines, your time's coming. Scientists have discovered the world's largest bacterium in a mangrove swamp in the Caribbean, Theo Margarita Magnifica, which is visible to the naked eye at about the size of an eyelash. Now that's not very big, but again, we're talking about bacteria, so that's over a thousand times the normal size. The loudest shout on record is that of a Belfast primary school teacher named Annalisa Flanagan, who yelled the word quiet at 121.4 decibels. That's louder than a rock concert. Hello, my name is Giordino of Giordino's Talk Time. Did you know that in the movies, when there's a good old boy doggo on the scene and he's doing his good old boy doggo acting, that they need to CGI out the tail. And that is because a lot of the time, the good old boy doggo is wagging his tail because he's feeling good about being a good old boy doggo acting, that he's doing such a real good job. And honestly, it doesn't look that scary. So the CGI it out, replace it with a much more meaner looking tail so they can get a better scene. Now, isn't that just a good old boy doggo fact? <laughs> The most powerful laser in the world is located at the Extreme Light Infrastructure for Nuclear Physics in Romania, with a power output of 10 petawatts, or 10 followed by, let's count them, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15 zeros in watts. The power of your average laser pointer is a measly 0.005 watts, but that doesn't mean it's safe. If you point it directly at your eye from an arm's length away, the little illuminated dot on your eyeball is 30 times brighter than the midday sun. Good news, everyone. You don't have to wait to die to be an organ donor. Living organ donors can donate a lung, kidney, lobe of the liver, and parts of the pancreas and intestines. The mascot for Yuma High School in Yuma, Arizona is the criminals. This unusual mascot is a nod to the Yuma Territorial Prison, which housed prisoners from 1876 to 1909 and was the home of the high school from 1910 to 1914. There's also the Arkansas School for the Deaf and their mascot, 
the leopards. If you didn't get that, see my previous message. Hello, this is the Shira from Legendary Africa, your African myth, legend, and lore podcast. Did you know that there are more than 2,500 shipwrecks along the coast of South Africa? Wrecks of Portuguese, Dutch, French, and British ships can all be found along our coast. The Cape of Good Hope in particular is even notoriously known as the Graveyard of Ships. The youngest Grammy winner in the history of the award was Leah Pisal of the Pisal Sisters. Pisal, Pisal. Apologies to you guys if you're listening. Who was eight years old at the time. The trio of sisters were the singing voices for the Little Warvy Gals on the soundtrack for Oh Brother Where Art Thou. It's estimated that Bitcoin mining, the process of creating more Bitcoin by solving incredibly complex computational problems, uses about 91 terawatt hours of electricity per year, roughly equivalent to the annual power needs of the country of Finland. The Australian Football International Cup is a triennial competition to crown the best Australian rules football team in the world. Ironically, Australia is not allowed to participate due to its overwhelming advantage in player development. There, see, I included a sports fact. All things to all people. Hello, this is Kay Anderson from Lost Spaces, the podcast all about lost queer spaces and the memories from the people who used to go to them. Now, the world hasn't always been the friendliest to queer folks, and so lots of queer spaces were underground and hidden and illegal, which means that there is patchy evidence of their history. With all of that in mind, though, the very first gay bar that opened in Europe, and probably the world, was a bar named the Zanzibar, which was found in Cannes in France. The Zanzibar first opened in 1885 and managed to stay open for a whopping 125 years before it closed in December 2010. The hurdy-gurdy is a mechanical string instrument that produces sound with a hand-cranked wheel. It's used interchangeably with bagpipes in a number of regions of Europe. Because it's drone strings, the ones that make the same constant noise are very similar to the drone pipes of bagpipes. Now I love a hurdy-gurdy, and I've always had my eye on the kit to build one from the Lark in the Morning catalog. I always like when the Lark in the Morning catalog would come in the same day as the Bud K knife catalog. Those were my interests in high school. The song with the longest title to ever chart in the top 40 is Rod Stewart and the Faces, You Can Make Me Dance, Sing, or Anything, left parentheses, Even Take the Dog for a Walk, Mend a Fuse, Fold Away the Ironing Board, or Any Other Domestic Shortcomings, Close parentheses. Is it a good song? It's fine, like objectively, but I didn't even finish it. So on behalf of the people of 1974, the best excuse I can offer is, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Every time you shuffle a deck of cards, the smart money says you've just put them in an order that has never existed before in the history of the universe. That's because there are a 52 factorial ways to arrange the cards. That means 52 times 51 times 50 times 49 
down, 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 down to times two times one. That resulting number is 68 digits long. If I tried to read it, we'd be here all day. Factorial is written as an exclamation point and can be referred to as a shriek. So there are 52 shriek ways that the cards could be combined. Hello, Moxie and listeners of Your Brain on Facts. This is Julio from The Contrarians joining the festivities with a fun fact from Peruvian cinema. The 1998 Peruvian movie No Se Lo Digas a Nadie is known mainly for being a scandalous adaptation of the book of the same name. But the weirdest feather on its cap might be that it features the first Peruvian erection ever captured on film, something its director, Francisco Lombardi, actually bragged about back when it was first released. Of course, that achievement is kind of a double-edged sword, since the character who becomes aroused on screen is actually supposed to not do so in that specific scene. Actor Santiago McGill plays a closeted gay man who is forced into visiting a prostitute, played by actress Vanessa Robiano. The whole point of the encounter is that McGill's character is indifferent to her advances, but it looks like Lombardi saw McGill's erection and decided to make history rather than go with a tighter shot that hit it. So that's it. Congratulations on 200 episodes! When you get a suspicious email and klaxons go off in your head saying, this is not legit, this is a scam, that's exactly what the scammers want you to think. Even the best constructed scam emails will have typos to weed out the people smart enough to notice them, and therefore too smart to fall for the scam if they responded. Fastidious pedantry saves the day again. If you were to hear the phrase abandoned ship, you might expect to hear the phrase women and children first come next. This is the Birkenhead drill, and it's only ever happened twice that we know of. The first was on a ship called the Birkenhead, Natch, when the captain pulled a gun on the crew and ordered them to take the women and children first. So that was definitely not in the manual. The second time was on the Titanic. The thing is, you can't just evacuate women and children into the lifeboats. You need sailors to row, navigate, and generally keep the women and children alive. And that's where we run out of ideas, at least for today. Yes, I know, it's not exactly the halfway point, it's what I could get done this week, and you're going to hear more about that later in a whole separate kind of thing. We're not going to get into that during an episode. This podcast is part of the Airwaves Media Network. Check them out at airwavemedia.com. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and stay safe. The world is constantly changing and transforming. Cut through some of the noise with What's New with Wired, a podcast that goes in-depth on the latest news and technology and culture. Their award-winning journalism will help you make sense of what's happening in the world. Listen to What's New with Wired wherever you get your podcasts. That's What's New with Wired wherever you get your podcasts.